auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. All right. My name is Andrew. This is my good friend, Stephen, and welcome to another episode of Canned Conversation. How are you doing, my friend? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's been a weird, frustrating week, so this could be an interesting episode, but I'm good. Right is now. it uh, frustrating because there's been so many degrees of Fahrenheit that is registering? I think the uh, on our thermometers. I think the weather probably plays a little bit of part of it. I think work plays a little bit of part of it. I think just the overall, it's summer, right? It's it's the middle of dog day of summer. We are we're in the dog days of summer. It is a uh, I believe a heat uh, going on all over the United States or at least mid area. Yeah, when Montana's hitting 105, it's bad news, right? It, it has been oppressive out there. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so hopefully uh, you've been able to at least stay cool. Uh, hopefully those out there are staying cool. Yeah. Uh, hopefully if you're listening to this, you're doing something indoors or uh, you're in your car and you're blasting the air conditioner as, as hard as you can because uh, it has been very scorcher, scorched earth out there. Scorched earth. Huh? Scorched earth. So how's your week? Uh, the same. Just uh, very busy. Uh, very hot. Um, just trying to keep the world spinning. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in your hands, man. I hope. Good luck with that. Well, speaking of heat and refreshing, I want to be refreshed. So I would like a cool, refreshing beverage. And I believe you are on Tonight. deck. Yeah, I, it, it's my turn. Yeah. So uh, I, I've not seen what you've brought here, but uh, you may be a little excited. Um, I will say... I, uh, we did get some interesting feedback on the uh, on the opener segment, so I'll bypass that today. All right, we'll just get a woohoo for us being so. Yes. So what I brought for you this evening, um, it's called pills. Um, I bought it for two reasons. Um, one is it's it's label looks like the Kills <laughs> paint can, yeah, um, which makes me laugh because underneath the giant bold red letters that says pills. It says all purpose interior and exterior Pilsner. Um, so it's a Pilsner. Gotcha. Um, but the other reason I bought it is because it's a Polish style pills Pilsner. And I think there's some cultural heritage there that might be entertaining. Um, that, is, that is my heritage. I am Polish. And it's a giant red, white, and blue can. And how do you pass that up? And it's a pint. So it is a, uh, it's a big can. I thought we'd been doing a bunch of little, right. little cans and little skinny things. So this is a nice big pan can that looks like a big can of paint, which made me laugh. So it is know. an excellent can. looks like a can of paint. I love that it's Polish because that is my heritage. So when I drink this, I probably will be taken back to my family roots. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but I'm excited. So I'm going to pop the top on this and it is brewed in, in the Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. We right. We often talk about these beers and drinks that are brewed in the Midwest which is great. I love Earthbound it. Breweries or Earthbound Brewing um, in St. Louis. They got a cool little logo too. It's a Earthbound beer. It looks like a giant rock falling from Earth or falling from the sky. That's what I look at. Think it's a meteor, maybe. I don't know. Well, that is uh, a great can. I assume that it's going to taste better than paint. So we're gonna 
We're going to start taking a, a taste of that. Um, while we start on that and uh, start getting into the, the first area of conversation here, um, I did have a, a gift for you that I bought. And uh, this is a throwback to uh, a few discussions we've had on this show. So uh, I've purchased a uh, Samsung Finder tag. Galaxy Smart Tag. One pack. Again, not sponsored by these uh, folks at Samsung. But we should be. <laughs> uh, depending on how you like it. But uh, this is one of the tags that we've talked about previously. And uh, if you've listened uh, prior, um, Stephen here had a uh, issue with losing his wallet. And uh, so this is one of the Bluetooth finders. So uh, it doesn't come with something to attach to your wallet. And it's a little thick. But I'm going to give you some duct tape. And maybe we'll just duct tape it to your wallet. Yeah, it can't hurt. Um, yeah. So for those who don't remember, I, I'd lost my wallet in the middle of a, in the middle of an eight foot tall weed field while I was mowing. And it was really not pleasant to find. It was right after we taped the episode around um, why it's good technology to have smart tags on, <laughs> on things. So the irony was not lost on me. So this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So I expect a, uh, I expect a review in future uh, future weeks after you've maybe had a chance to use it. It's right. one of those things where you probably don't want to have to use it because then you've lost something that was near and dear to your heart. But uh, Ironically, I'll probably lose this by the time I get home, <laughs> and then I won't know how to find it because I haven't set it up yet. Well, before you leave here, we're going to pair it with your phone. Okay. so that, that That's a good idea. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. It leads me into my first topic here, too, which is technology. Um, there's a lot of a lot of areas of technology that we can cover. Um, I'm going to narrow it down to something I think will be entertaining for us. So I'm going to start on this end here. Um, I wanted to tell a little story that my wife actually relayed to me, and uh, this was the inspiration uh, for what I wanted to talk about. Uh, so she owns a, a little shop down in uh, our main street here, a uh, small business. And so uh, it's, it's a heavily trafficked area of walkers, um, people that are going in and out of stores, um, people that just want to walk yeah. for exercise, get people outside take their dogs down there. And yeah. And, uh, there's even a few exercise type of establishments down there. One's a yoga place. And apparently, uh, there's a lady that goes to the yoga place and she drives a Tesla, right? So it's a, a newer, okay. uh, electric car with all the bells and whistles. And uh, she has to park right in front of the store. And when she does, it's parallel parking because it's an old school cobblestone street. And uh, so she has to parallel park, you know, up against the curb and between two cars. And every time she does it, apparently it's a, it's a, a major failure. <laughs> she, so she curb rashes it? She either curbs it or, uh, you know, she has to go out, come back in. Like it takes her six or seven tries. I just had this conversation with people who own Teslas at work <laughs> literally last week. Did you? Yeah. And about curb rashing. They ha but they have a method in there where you can make it parallel park on its own. Yeah. And it, you, you, it's literally a button that you push, as, as, I guess, as long as you've got the latest and greatest software in it yeah. and uh, bring it up on their giant touchscreen mm -hmm. and hit go. And it'll parallel park for you perfectly. It, it, but it won't because the sensors oh. don't. Tesla sensors don't recognize curb height sometimes. And so it will curb rash you oh. even when it parallel parks itself because it can't. It's LiDAR. So the guy was whatever. Whatever technology. I believe he said it's LIDAR, right? It's just lasers okay. measuring things. Can't adjust for smaller, taller curb heights. They have a like a threshold. Right. It's, okay. It doesn't recognize it as a curb. Then it rashes out your, like <laughs> you tires. scrape all the way down your rim. And the rim. Oh, um, well, that wrecks my story. 
Oh, dang it. <laughs> but it's okay. Because in my mind, though, not owning a Tesla and not having partook in this, uh, in using that um, particular mm -hmm. uh, functionality, I equated it to the, this woman apparently is an elder woman, um, mm -hmm. at least 60, probably less than 75. So somewhere in that 15 year range. And uh, in my mind, I just thought that it's like the old adage when we were young of your, your grandparents didn't want to mess with the VCR, right? right? I can't figure out the VCR. I, I don't know how to the set microwave. the time. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Don't know how to. So it, it's like the get off my lawn, you kids and your technology. So that's what I pictured in my head and made me, it made me laugh. And I wondered for us, what is the technology that we could do without or that as we get older, we think isn't as good of an idea as maybe we did when we were younger. Just for the record, that lady could be overriding Tesla technology <laughs> and wrecking her car, even though there's technology inside the car that would prevent her. So I'm still, I'm still with you that it could be this lady going, <laughs> true, true. I don't trust the car to park itself. Yeah, and maybe she hasn't tried. Maybe she has, and her rims got scraped up a little, and she's like, I'll do this better on my own, but then fails. And then never Every came. time. And you would think with that much practice, she would get better and better. But uh, again, this is like three or four times a week, or right. at least two. And she'll go to the yoga, and, and that will happen. Um, two things come to mind. One is you don't have to parallel park down there. There are a lot of places that are very, very close that you can just pull into a normal parking place like everybody else. Right. Two, if you're into the yoga, maybe you take the extra steps <laughs> right. and go find a place that's a little farther away. Like, you're into health anyway. Like, why do you have to parallel park if you know you can't do it? So anyway, I, just my two thoughts is there's, sure. there's extra irony wrapped into that of you're wrecking your really nice car. And two, you're a yoga person. Why don't you walk a couple extra right. steps? Because it, just it around up. the corner, it, yes. there's a place that you don't have to wreck your car. Right. Do just some thought. stretching on the way to right. the uh, studio. Cardio work on the way to do some yoga. It's probably better for you. Probably is. Okay. And especially at that age, probably got to limber up uh, the joints before you do yoga. I mean, I know if I tried <laughs> I to do she's yoga. she's more limber than either one of <laughs> Oh, us. yeah. She's way more flexible than <laughs> I am, I'm sure. Um, uh, on a past episode, I made a reference to uh, eight out of five people can't live without their smartphones. Yeah. Um, that, that was, I, I actually looked up a few statistics and it supports my older people are skewing. Uh, the average. I, I'm going to stand by that eight out of five people. As you should. I'm just going to throw out a couple of stats here for you to prove that old people okay. do skew technology. Uh, so I, I found out 97% of Americans own a smartphone. We're up to 97%. So only 3% don't. Uh, I'm assuming though that those people are like the anti-government people. Uh, maybe they're criminals on the run. Who knows? Um, of those, if we're talking about smartphones, so... 96% of people from the ages of 18 to 64 basically own a smartphone, variation of cell phones. Um, it skews a little bit. I think it's like upper 90s, very high 90s, up to 49. Then it's in the high 80s, but it gets pulled up by those lower ages. But basically up to 64, you got a majority of the people, almost all of them are using smartphones. Ages 65 plus, 92% do own a, a, a mobile phone, but only 61 of those have adopted smartphones. So, so that means they just use it for calling? Flip phones. Okay. Uh, maybe the, uh, the, 
the ones that they make where you just press one, a, a button and it calls like your favorite or something, yeah, right? Like it's got four giant buttons on it with people's faces or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So older people don't want to necessarily adopt new technology or think it's for the birds. So my question to you is, is, is there any technology since we're getting older? We're not quite to that demographic of 65 plus, but we'll be there at some point. So what is going to be the technology for us that we say, I don't want to adopt that. And maybe it's something that's already there because I know Snap recently, I think you just, yeah, you I'm didn't a, want to I didn't get want on it. Snap I don't even want it now that I have it. Um, so I'm probably a, yeah, I'm probably, I'm a late adopter to Snapchat. Um, I liked it to play with filters for about two or three weeks. And now I'm, it's just one more social media right. to check. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I, I have enough problems like, I don't know. Where should I post something if I take a picture? And does anybody really care? And, <laughs> right. And that kind of stuff, right? So I'm like, well, I pull out my phone and I take a picture of something. I'm like, oh, I probably just should have snapped that to, you know, my kid or my wife or something, right? And then I'm like, well, now it's in my pictures. So now I got to go into Snap and find a, like, just. And filter it, it so yeah. that you have a funny face or pink right. hair. Right. It's just more work. Googly so. eyes. Yeah. So you like the filters aspect, but uh, it's just another place where pictures, you could just. Yeah. Do without yeah it, it was it's fun to play with filters kind of just sitting like just to entertain yourself to go oh look i look like a tiger and now look i'm an emu <laughs> or whatever right so right th those were entertaining uh, now i'm in black and white right now i'm a clown yeah. now i got a cat face yeah now right. i have diamonds in my eyes great that's awesome <laughs> right. that's phenomenal so and i guess uh that's for uh, the younger generation, I know a lot of uh, them are using that over texting. So would you prefer, if, if everyone said, let's stop texting and let's go to Snap, would you prefer that? Or do you just like texting the way it is? Um, I'm good with texting. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, 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 don't, like, I don't need Snap in my life. I could live without it. I live without it for a long, long time. I could continue to live without it. So if they said, let's go to Snap, I'd be like, you're not going to find me probably. <laughs> I probably won't be real responsive. I'm not real responsive on text. I mean, you you know that probably better than anybody. Is I sometimes I take do. a day or two to like respond back to stuff. So right. I might be getting older than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Sometimes I got a text back just to go, hey, did you get that text I sent uh, yesterday? Because I try to give people a while to text. I'm not one of those that think mm -hmm. that someone has to immediately text back. Um, I hate uh, red receipts. For me, that's one of them. Anything like the fact that texting sometimes has a red receipt on it. And if you enable that, people see that you read it uh, and then they want you to respond back fairly quickly. I turn all that off because I, I read it when I get a chance. Right. I got a lot going on. And usually. I don't necessarily have an answer always when I read something. Right. right. So. I read stuff and then I'll mark it back as unread to make sure I go back to it. That's how my email works, right? That's, we've made fun of that in previous <laughs> right. episodes too, right? So that's so you have a thousand unread, but some of them are actually read. Yeah, I've read them and then I have to go like but you mark I'm them. Like, I probably such. should do something with this. And then right. I don't. Later, yeah, and then later never comes. Most right. of the procrastination. Time. That's right. If you just wait long enough, it goes away. <laughs> right, this resolved itself. Fantastic. Um, so, is there any other tech? Because I feel like I've given a few examples, but any specific, any tech that you can think of that, uh, or, or tech too, because one of the things that I have um, is tech that I think when we were young thought would be really cool, but then now I'm like, this is for the birds. I mean, the thing that pops in my head is, is um, robots and AI, only because we talked a lot about AI at work this week and, and whether or not. Um, I had some younger developers going, hey, did I go into the wrong field? Is AI going to take over? Because 
GitHub launched some sort of weird, like AI based coding. So you can basically pair program with, with yourself, um, kind of, um, anyway, <laughs> it, it's a whole deal, but, um, we had a lot of conversations around how it's not going to take over developers jobs and that kind of stuff. So we talked a lot about AI. I think there's so many flaws and a lot of some of that technology around algorithms or deep learning. And the example I gave, um, was if you had predictive analytics and that kind of thing, um, and, and technology built around predicting how the market was going to go and you launched that in 2019, 2020 would have blown up your, your right. algorithm right. and your, all of your deep learning predictive analytics would be crap. And they're like, Oh yeah. And I'm like, you still need someone <laughs> like to be responsive to whatever the, the market is. And your predictive analytics are now shot because the market's different. You need someone there who can listen to business and do that kind of stuff. So I know that's boring crap, but that's kind of, <laughs> I was like, people are like, boring. AI is, yeah, AI, AI is going to be the, you know, everything. And I'm like, eh. So next week on uh, next week's podcast, we'll have an AI version of Steven who will uh, not have uh, technology such a deep dive. Yeah, sorry. That was horrible. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's what I dorked out about at work. Sorry. But yeah. Oh, no, it's all good. That's a... Uh, so AI is... Uh, I find it fascinating. I mean, is interesting. artificial intelligence is one of those where will we ever actually have artificial intelligence that's completely separate and like Terminator style? Who knows? Probably not in our lifetime, or at least I hope, because then I don't have to worry about uh, yeah. the robot wars. But uh, hopefully not my kids, maybe lifetime. But I'm sure it'll be more talked about, more science fiction novels written about it because it's kind of a fun topic. So what's yours? What's your technology? So mine, again, goes back to where... Uh, when you were a kid or even as a young adult, uh, flying cars were often portrayed or talked about in terms of when are we going to have flying cars? Uh, and flying cars to me is the worst possible idea ever. And I think a lot of people glamorize it and think, oh man, that, this would be fantastic if we could all get in our car and fly somewhere, thinking maybe that they're going to get there faster or just a better view. I don't know, but I can run down now the list and maybe this is, again, as you get older, you have those uh, get off my lawn things start to come into your brain. Uh, some people uh, put those in the pessimistic uh, point of view, but I think uh, just the amount of people I know that don't do general maintenance on their car, like oil changes. Right. And you want to be dropping out of the air at 10,000 <laughs> right. feet because you forgot to change the because the oil light came on. You're like, I'll get to that next week. Exactly. Or the uh, service light comes on. And well, I think if it's blinking, that, that means I don't have to go right now. Or even the gas light came on. You're like, oh, I've still got time. Exactly. I can, I can make it. That's number two on my list. I'll give you one for that. <laughs> like. Again, throw back to something we've talked yeah. about, the two different types of people in this world. If you're one of those that is like, well, I think I can get by on this uh, tank of gas. And then, uh-oh. And yeah, you fall out of the sky. This week, my tank went down to where I only had, by the meter, said 66 miles left to go. And I'm like, I'm having a panic attack <laughs> in the stressed. car. I'm like, I have got to take the next exit. Yeah, it was bad. So anyway. Yeah. So uh, what's the rest? And just bad drivers in general. So, I mean, yeah. think of the infrastructure needed in order for cars to work. I mean, just the amount of roads, signage. I mean, if you just take a mental note of how many signs you see along the way, it is mind-boggling. You know, you don't normally think of it, but when you start to think of it and start noticing how many signs there are to give us direction, point us in the right direction, attempting to, right? Because the bad drivers don't necessarily pay attention. But could you imagine trying to somehow put that in the sky 
or not having signage so that everyone's up there just tooling around in a car. But by that point, you have basically automated air traffic control from an airport because it's it's controlling where everybody's at and you have GPS working, right? So you're like, and it's all self-driving. No one's driving. Okay, in the, like, all right. I, so I, can, I could buy into it if you said, no one's really actually driving their own car once they're flying, right? Like you just get in, go take me to here. And it, it jetsons you off to that place and it keeps you, steers you clear of everybody else in whatever airspace you're in. And it knows exactly where to go and land. Cause I don't trust anybody to fly. <laughs> right. like, if it's anything like me trying to fly a drone that I got for Christmas, dude, you do not want anybody up right. in the air like that. Nothing but bad scenarios, yeah. uh -oh, right? Oh, wind. Uh oh, wind. Uh oh, wind. <laughs> Just crash. Found the fence. Crash. Done. Bang. Yeah. And then to to add to that, I mean, think of all of the scenarios where I said you can fall out of the sky. Well, that's not only going to kill you, but you're falling out of the sky onto a population, right? I mean, there could be people just minding their own business. Uh, mowing their lawn in the, in the backyard. If we have flying cars, no one's mowing their yard because because <laughs> they don't they're afraid of the flying cars. No, or I tech think, has gone I, so far that now we also. I have, think we skipped a couple things in between. If we nah. went directly to flying cars before we got to, you shouldn't have to <laughs> mow your own yard. Right, but in the uh, the spirit of okay. you being outside, um, if you're still outside at this point, yeah, everybody's wearing a helmet, <laughs> and that's not going to do anything no. for you. <laughs> That'll just mean that the helmet survives that crash, and you don't. So, okay, yeah, helmet makers will make a lot of money, but it won't actually, I don't think, help. Uh, how many people are going to be hit by uh, these flying uh, things? And to your point about the the self driving. Flying cars. Well, go back to what we mentioned about that Tesla with the with the little old lady. The if the if it it didn't correctly measure for something, then uh, then you have a problem. Yeah. Right? On on a road, if they haven't mastered self driving cars yet, on where right. everybody is at level ground, it's gonna be real tough when people are all over the place. Yeah, it'll be a while. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> well, that's mine. So if. Uh, I don't, again, I don't think this is necessarily going to happen uh, in my lifetime, but it, you never know, right? 10, 15 years from now, all of a sudden there could be this boom of Tesla or some other company making flying cars and they go, hey, let's get this out into the market. And I think I'm going to be one of those older guys that is like, ah, you kids flying in your cars up above me yep. while I'm trying to mow my lawn. Right. Having to wear a helmet that's not going to save my life. That's going to be you. I agree. That's at 95, out mowing your own yard, yelling at kids in the air. <laughs> Sorry, come down from there. Right. In my day, we used to drive our cars. Right. I bet you kids have never mowed a yard. Yeah, that kind of crap. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do some work. Do something. That Get puts, a job. Cut your a hair. a little sweat on your head. <laughs> yeah. And you dress silly, too. All right, I'm done. Yeah. I'm so going inside now. Please don't crash into my house. I, I honestly, I, I don't think I'm going to be alive for that. I, I hope <laughs> that I, I kind of hope I'm not. All right. Well, I think we've uh, put that one to bed. So um, I, I, I don't feel like I've had enough ch chance to really take in this uh, Pilsner because I probably was doing most of the talking there. I have had a few drinks, uh, but I'm going to come back towards the end and rate it. I, I really want to uh, fully... Uh, take in the Polish ale, Polish style Pilsner. So, uh, you want to? Yeah. You, um, you want to talk a little bit about the Olympics? Yeah. 
that's a great topic. I haven't watched any. And really? uh, I haven't. And I feel like I should. Uh, we had this conversation, um, I think, a few days ago with some people. Some friends came over, and uh, we, were at, we were wondering why it, it's not as, it doesn't feel like as big a deal this time. But I'll let you uh, get into what, what you were going to talk about, about the Olympics. So it is on 24 hours a day. Seven 18 days different stations, right? And at my house, it's the only thing on TV all the time. Always Olympics. All Olympics, all the time. All Do you have multiple time. TVs going or multiple yes. screens? <laughs> Not multiple screens, but multiple TVs going. All right. And so, uh, so what, what, what gets you excited about the Olympics? So there's a couple things that get me that get me excited about it. One of them is one of the things that frustrated me this week, and I took a very unpopular opinion in my house. And I'm, uh, so we'll get to that in a second. But I'm just you don't even watch the Olympics. I, I I typically watch Olympics, right? Um, we just this one felt like because of all of the related COVID stuff and the whether it was on, whether it was off. Uh, there's going to be no spectators allowed. You lost interest in it somewhere. I just don't think it had the hype going in. Hmm. You didn't really have that sense of, um, I guess, camaraderie of of saying, oh, these are the people that we're going to watch in the. Uh, the, the trials that lead up to it. These are the people that are doing commercials that you're going to be looking out for. Uh, these are the people, I mean, I know that Simone Biles, right? That's her name. Yep. Um, so the gymnast seemed to be the big one. Uh, the Ledecky, the swimmer. Yep. Was Those two are really the only that I, I felt a sense of, let's get behind these athletes and the one that I think we, you and I talked about, the runner who... Yeah, uh, didn't make it in. Because she... Smoked the marijuana, yeah, um, too and close to legally uh, <laughs> in Oregon, but too close <laughs> right. to the drug testing date. Yeah. So we would have probably been rooting for her. Well, we root for everyone, but I mean, like ones that we think, hey, this could be something spe- special to watch. This is I'm going to tune in special to watch this event live and see it. Yep. So um, quickly, if you had to be, if you were talented enough, not saying you're not talented enough, but you're obviously not at the Olympics right now um, to do a sport, what would your what would be your sport in the Olympics? Summer Olympics. Yep. Um, I I would do that. Uh, it, is it handball? I it, don't think handball's in the Olympics. <laughs> no, there's a, a sport. Now I will say, uh, I now I mentioned I didn't really watch any Olympics, and that's at my own house. We went to a restaurant this past weekend, and they they had a TV up, and there were two teams that were throwing the ball. It looked like lacrosse, but minus the sticks. Maybe it is handball. Uh, what do I know? And I was trying to see them. There's weird stuff in the Olympics yeah. these days. So that's on break there. dancing is in a London, right? Like, I didn't even know break dancing was a sport, but it's okay. Is that still the, in there? No, it's in there next. It's like the next thing coming is London's Olympics. Oh. Okay, so it, 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 it's not in there yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that would be so, one. Uh, I love the 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 rowing. I love watching it. It seems like that would be. Uh, uh, way intense to do, but uh, I think that'd be fun to, yeah. to get in those crew. little boats and do crew. Uh, that's always fun. I mean, the big ones are obviously gymnastics and swimming and track and field, but uh, golf's in there. Oh, golf, yeah. Golf and tennis. I would do that. Badminton. I changed pong. my answer. Golf. Golf. Okay. And answer. ping pong. Those two. I would enter in golf and, and ping, ping pong. pong both. Right. And hope they're on separate weeks. Right. <laughs> uh, I think they're going on. No, I don't know. I can't tell you. All right. So, um, all right, so you mentioned somebody, and I can't believe you don't even know the story on this. So I'm going to try to summarize it. Oh, I think I know the story. I've heard the news. I just didn't watch it. Okay. Is that Simone Biles? Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah. she dropped out. Yeah. Mental and physical mental, issues. Just mental. Yeah, I think originally people maybe were speculating. They thought it might be something physical, right. and she's like, yeah, right. nope, my head's not in it. Yeah. Good so, for her. I think so, it's a great idea. I mean, idea is a bad word for that. I think from what I read about this story, and is this your unpopular? I, I feel like I'm stealing all your thunder. No, you going. go. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the one, I, I mean, that's a huge story. So uh, I've yeah. seen enough to know. I didn't watch any of it live, but she was participating I don't know if it fell is the right word. So, did something and then went off to the to the locker room, came back and uh, was head withdrawn. Yep. And then people were speculating, why is this happening? Then, you know, obviously it was either overnight or something. They came out and they had to obviously give information about it. And it was, she was not mentally read or she, there was mental things going on. Yep. I support her decision 100%. I'm sure that there are a ton of people out there that are just going, I can't believe at your level and how many, I mean, look at how many uh, medals she's already won, right? And yeah. she's been there before. How can this pop, how can you withdraw knowing all of these people are depending on you as a nation? But um, she is a person, right? First and foremost, she has to take care of herself. And if she's not in the right place to force yourself, that you might put yourself in a situation where you're, going to be more hurt or do something that is going to impact your life. I mean, as an athlete, yes, there are people that are looking to you to perform athletically, but I mean, you just have to take care of yourself and you have to be in the proper frame of mind in order to do that, right? Like, to perform at that level. Agree. My unpopular opinion was um, that she made a ton of money off leading into the Olympics and going into trials as calling herself the goat. I'm the greatest of all times. There's no one ever been like me. Okay. I, I wear a goat on my, Oh, does on she? My, oh yeah. She walks around with, there's a go. <laughs> there's like stuff with her walking around with a goat. I'm like, Oh, I, I don't, I'm not, I've greatest not of that. all times. Um, I'm familiar with yeah, the, right? the goat like, reference, but I didn't know it's, she it's, plastered it. Oh, on it's herself. on her. Yeah. It's on all of her leotards. Right. So okay. like she's the goat greatest of all times. Um, so I was like, Hey, you, when she pulled out of it and she's like, my head's not in it. Basically got, got the yips. If you're a baseball golfer pitcher or, or golfer. Right. right. Um, I've yeah. had them Rick many An times. Rick Ankeeled it or whatever. Right? right. So I get them around hole two. Yeah. <laughs> every time I play one through 18 <laughs> is the yips for me. Sometimes. Right. Um, my opinion was, is that you made a ton of money off this. And you took a team position and the, the events that you pulled out of were all the team ones, right? So you're still going to, she's probably still, I, there's a chance she's still going to participate in all the individual events. Oh, so she's not out, out. No. Oh, no, I thought she was out, out. She yanked herself from the team one. And I get this because if you're not mentally not in it and you do the event and you do 12 flips and 28 twists and you fall, right. your career's over forever and ever. You yeah. injure yourself, you're out forever. But she pulled herself from all the team events basically the all around and the, the team event. So the team basically at the, you know, had to pick up a lot of slack for her at the Olympics, which is tough. And she's, but they have alternates for a reason, right? They have alternates on the team. Um, so they have, so they all qualify separately. Okay. So at least they had people that could step in. Yeah. They'd already a qualified, team, but if but those they girls have hadn't people. qualified, they couldn't have competed in part of that. But yeah, so they, they ran the rest of the thing with the three. Okay. So it's all good. 
Because if she broke her leg doing something, I think they would have someone that able. Like they have more than just the yes. minimum amount for this reason. But you're okay. So, so my point. Do you think is, she should give the money back? No. My my point <laughs> you was think is she that, should give her goat back. Yes. Okay. You need to, you need to give the goat back. <laughs> the goat is, has to be returned. It has to be taken off. So they performed as a team. Still got a silver. Um, not bad, right? Oh yay! yay. Let's yay. give them a little applause for that. Go America. Then. Suni Lee had to take her spot in the all around and participate yesterday. Um, and she actually won gold. So I'm super happy with the way this oh, turned out. Oh, hey, yeah. Woohoo. Woo! Gold, right? Yes. yes. So, but I was, I was angry at first because I'm like, she is the veteran on this team who's, you know, basically all these girls have looked up to. And <clears throat> you have the option to change your skill set. So maybe you're not going to go for the 18 twist. Maybe you go for the 12 twist. And really, she was doing like a double pike back on the vault. Um, and like she had these extra special Simone Bile moves that maybe you don't do those. Maybe you pull back the complexity. But I don't know that there's a way that you as the greatest of all time don't compete at some level and get your head in the game or you've not prepared yourself mentally for the Olympics. You've already been there and you've already told everybody, You'll never see anyone better than me. I got my head in this. Like I'm, I'm all in. I'm the greatest it's ever been. And then you pull yourself out of the team event, not the individuals, not where you're only messing with your own score. You're messing with the entire U.S. gymnastics team who counted on you and filled you into a spot. So I was pissed. I get it. I'm not saying I wanted her to hurt herself or mentally, but my, you know, my family was like, "You're an ass," and I'm like, "Well, I was angry with it." Oh, you were finished. <laughs> well, allow me to retort. Well, allow me to retort, my friend. All right, um, I, I mean, I, I understand, and I can see taking the goat off of the leotards or the uh, uh, the jacket. Um, but I, I just think a bigger picture, I think it, uh, it, just, again, not having watched it live, but just hearing the story, um, I, I applaud her um, for knowing herself to know when she needed to do this. I... I at her level, there's no way she took this lightly, right? It had to have been a decision that weighed on her to a, a, a level that maybe I don't even understand. But I would just go one step further and say, she's also being looked up to by hundreds of thousands of kids in our yep. country. And so her being able to do that and, and say, coach, I don't have what I need right now to give the team 100% is a great example. Um, so it might hurt on a national level to see your top prospect who you're hoping is going to lead you to the promised land of gold. But think of all the young ladies that are in gymnastics now who look up to her and see what she did and aren't afraid maybe where her coach, the coaches would be pushing them and pushing them because that's what they do in gymnastics, right? They start them out right. at like six months old and they start, <laughs> right. they start doing backflips and throwing them around and putting them on balance beams. But like, you know, that level of pressure to young ladies who are struggling with whatever physical or mental or a combination thereof, because sometimes you might be dealing with a physical injury and you're like, I need to power through this and I'm going to hurt myself doing it for the sake of the, my, the team, my coach, my parents, those people. The next then, gymnast came out and said, Hey, 
I applaud her for doing this because yeah, yeah. I had a coach. I broke my leg and I said it was broken and no one believed me. And I had to go out and perform another routine. And I slammed my face into the balance beam oh. on that routine in the Olympics. Ouch. And she's like, no one believed me. So I just kept like I was performing on injured stuff. Right. 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 Um, so with that said, I told you I took a very unpopular thing. <laughs> and I, I, I had a frustrating week. Right. So there's a whole lot of factors going into it. I do think a lot of good came out of it. One is there's, they're having a lot of conversations around pushing athletes too hard and the mental stress of being human and having that much pressure on you. With that said, I think, you know, when you're a, a Michael Phelps or a Katie Ledecky and you look at how they handle it, they are very humble. Um, they're not going around going, I'm the greatest it's ever been, ever lived. True. They're not the Muhammad Ali's, of, <laughs> you know, like she was like, I'm the goat, I'm the best ever. Some of that is to me a little bit of karma kicking you in okay. the pants and yeah. going, you're not, you're not immortal. You're not right. D don't get above it. Don't get too big for your britches. I gotcha. Right? Like I you look at like Katie Ledecky is like literally got beat this week by a, um, she got swimmer. beat by a 15 year old. And she was like, I told her before this race, you were, you're the future of this sport. I'm so happy that you're here. And she goes, I swam over to her and go, you're the now of this sport. I can't be more proud of you. Like, right. so here's like, the she's, baton. She's like, but she's still crushing it. Katie Ledecky's still like, oh yeah, right. To me, I was like, oh, why can't you be Katie Ledecky? <laughs> anyway, I was just frustrated. I think two things came out of it. One is a good conversation around mental health um, and pushing athletes too hard and understanding that they're not immortal. Like Phelps went through it. I'm sure Ledecky's felt that pressure because you know those names offhand, right? And um, but the second one is, is that Suni Lee came up and surprised people and actually won a, an all-around gold medal, which she would have not probably had a chance to do, which is awesome. Nice. The other gymnast got, to, gymnast got to step into her, right. her shoes at the last minute. and, and Got a silver? And they all got team silvers. Nice. So she got a, a So she medal. got a medal out of it. She was like happy as a clam. And I think they'll all have you know, a chance to win their own individual medals as well. But they got medals they probably weren't expecting to get, which is pretty cool. Excellent. So I was angry at first. I was super frustrated. I told you I had a frustrating week, right? And that was one of the things I was frustrated with. But um, you need to drink that beer. Well, let's. I was going to say simmer down. Have you had enough to? Did you to, finish your thought? I'm good. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to cut you off, but no. I I thought it was an excellent segue to say, well, this is how we deal with uh, our mental uh, stresses and and whatnot. Like Michael Phelps, he likes the uh, the Mary Jane. Well, so that's probably how he deals with a little bit of that. We um we drink uh, Polish pilsners. That's what we do. Yeah. So you want to start with some rankings? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. Uh, this is a very uh, average Pilsner, I guess. Very, But you can taste the difference between a Pilsner and some of the lagers that we probably normally drink. Uh, I would say that's my, our go-to is more of a lager style. Yep. Uh, so I definitely taste the Pilsner piece. Uh, but I like it. Um, the Polish did not push me into. I probably should give it a four just because it's Polish and it's from. Or, but it's Polish style. It's not brewed in Poland. It's brewed in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> so, uh, but I'll give it. It's just three. as Polish as you are. You were brewed in St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, that's a that's a it's, fun way to put it. <laughs> I was brewed. <laughs> So, and I give yeah. myself a three. So, right. that, uh, why, okay, yeah, all right, uh, I like it. Right. So, I I agree with you. This is a, a solid. It's a good beer, right? For looking like it's going to taste like paint, I a three is probably pretty solid for anything that looks like it's going to taste like a can of kills paint. So, they did a good job on it. Yeah, they did. Um, it's so on Cherokee Street. I think. Uh, looking for it. 
Earthbound we, Brewing. We both would uh, drink it again. Yeah, uh, absolutely. If we saw it in the fridge. Uh, we're not pushing it on our friends if they come over on a random Saturday night, but uh, the fact that it is Polish, I'll let my family know that it's out there. And uh, I will push it on all my Polish friends, <laughs> which I have just done. So I right. feel like I'm I'm good. You're one and only. That, yeah. That's me. <laughs> that's you. I, I don't know that anybody else I know is Polish. So, all right. Well, I uh, I hope to watch a little bit more of the Olympics. It's just been busy, and uh, maybe I'll turn it on and, and watch for some of these fun stories. Yeah. So if if people are out there thinking, I want to share what I'm the greatest of all time at, but you're probably not, just for the record. Um, or um, they want to harass Andrew for not watching the Olympics and being a good patriot <laughs> like the rest of us. Um, you want to? F- you can find us on some social medias if you want to go to at CanConvo on Facebook um, or Instagram, or you can find us at Can underscore Convo on Twitter, or you can uh, just shoot us an email. Give us a story on a, a Gmail account, which is cannedcombo at gmail.com. All right. Uh, please reach out and have some fun. Uh, I started uh, posting a little bit more on the Twitter uh, than I normally had been because I felt that we mentioned it every episode. I need to probably engage. should have something going on. Right. And, uh, and p- for people that want to engage there, it's a, it's a different platform, but uh, it has its benefits. It's not one of those technologies that I want to go away in my, in my uh, old age. I'm okay with the Twitter. I'm okay with the Facebook. I'm okay, okay with the gram. I'm okay if Twitter went away. I'm okay with selfies. <laughs> Now you're getting old. <laughs> I'm okay with selfies. Selfies are good. I just don't like the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> the TikTok and the Snap are not my cup of tea. So, All right. Are we ready to uh, shut this one down? Sure. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. Have a good one. Thanks, you. Saying